Hey, Dana's and Becky's. I'm so glad some of you had a chance to catch my recent live virtual Don't Ask Tig show with two of the funniest comedians I know, my good friends Fortune Feimster and Mae Martin. We had such a good time answering questions and dispensing all kinds of advice that I wanted to make sure all of you got to share in the fun. So today's episode is an edited version of the live event. And I'm still on the road. If you want to see me live and in person, I'll be in Colorado Springs, September 25th, Breckenridge, September 28th, and then I will be touring Europe in October. So go to my website to get all the city and ticket and show information. Then I will be back in the States in La Crosse, Wisconsin, October 28th, and then Brooklyn, New York, November 4th, King's Theater, taping my next stand-up special live. Come check it out. Go to tignotaro.com to get all tickets and show information. Hope you enjoy the show. I was just in New York and I was lining up right when it opened to go to the Natural History Museum. And there Mm -hmm. was a guy whose job it was to organize the lines going in. And this guy loved his job. And he was, this is my impersonation of him. He was going, Shift over, shift over, shift over, shift over, approach, 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 like that. And he was just repeating, shift over, shift over, shift over, approach. I said to the uh, security guard, I went, that guy's, that guy's crazy. And he goes, oh yeah, he went viral on TikTok. So maybe he's now leaning into it. Like Mm -hmm. he's like, I know what the people want. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to give them what they want. That's so funny. This is Don't Ask Tig. I'm Tig Notaro, and don't ask me how I got so handsome. I am joined this evening by two extraordinarily talented. I don't talented. know. I don't know where this accent came from, but <laughs> let's go with it. Talented stand-up comedians, writers, and actors. One of my guest stars in the hit Netflix show Fubar. Her second Netflix special is titled Good Fortune, and just a few of her many credits include The Mindy Project, Chelsea Lately, NBC's Keenan, and Champions. Also joining me is the star of their own award-winning Netflix series entitled Feel Good. SAP is the title of their latest Netflix special, and you can also... See them on HBO's The Flight Attendant. Fortune Feimster and Mae Martin, welcome to Don't Ask Tig. What's up? Hi, guys. Thank you for having us. What a pledge. Yeah, what a pledge. What a pledge. What a pledge. What a pledge. They're abbreviations. Yeah, yeah. I've never said pledge, but I'm going to say. It does feel good to say, and I'm going to, I'm going to drop it with Stephanie mm-hmm. when she's, le- I was going to say when she's least expecting it, but I don't think she's she, ever expecting I, it. I don't <laughs> think she is at all. No. My favorite abbreviation that I ever came up with was 
when you casually mention something, it's called a cash mensch. This is why May is so crucial in our <laughs> lives, Fortune. That's right. <laughs> and for those in the audience that may not have heard yet, May, Fortune, and I co-host a new podcast, and it's called Handsome for Woo! obvious reasons. I mean, um, come on now. Well, you know, and I was out with my aunt and uncle the other night and I was, was it them or was it my therapist? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about the name handsome and I was saying it feels very fluid uh, in that men are handsome. You can mm -hmm. say, oh, that's a handsome woman. You can Horses. say that. Hor handsome horses <laughs> may always remembering the uh, handsome horses out there. There's handsome yep. suits. There's handsome yep. architecture. I mean, come on. So it's also we, a vibe. You can feel handsome. That's like, right. I can't believe I haven't said this yet, but I think that the word handsome comes from when they would measure horses, they'd say, how many hands is it? And <laughs> why are you laughing? It's true. <laughs> We've learned fortune may loves a fact or facts. two. Oh, yeah. Wow. May often yeah. tells facts. We cannot verify if mm -hmm. these facts are accurate. <laughs> and we refuse to verify. We're not going to look them up. And <laughs> not, why would we? Confident we're too facts. handsome to spend time verifying yeah. May Martin mm -hmm. facts. That's, That's not right. our job. Yeah, you guys okay. got... You Google it. <laughs> yeah, you Google it. That should be my tagline. After every fact, I go, you Google it. If and when you get a car, May, you can get a bumper sticker that says you Google it and then <laughs> yeah. put May Martin at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to open up this question to, okay. to both of you. We're going to dive in here now. Okay. May and Fortune, is there any advice that you need right now that we can brainstorm about together? Oh, one of my questions is about I, I had this crystal given to me and I, I don't get really attached to crystals, but as soon as I held this one, I was like, whoa, there's something mm. about it. And I can't okay. find the crystal. Mm. And I, and so I'm wondering if an appropriate solution, cause I really feel untethered without it. I have a photograph of it. Should I get a tattoo of the crystal? What do you guys think about that? Well, that was a real jump. <laughs> Where would the tattoo go? Would it go on your nose or? I was thinking no, like, not a face. Don't do a face tattoo. No. Fortune, stay out of this. Tig, <laughs> let's do not do this let's, to me. Listen, this show is called Don't Ask Tig. Okay. I know. <laughs> so if we I feel like May would do it because Well, the problem is number one, I get like things that I like. I'm like, well, I guess I gotta get a tattoo of it just because I like the thing. Uh -huh. And then number two, I get them to like impress people. So the fact that you've suggested that is danger territory for me that I'm like, would to commit to that bit, would that be really fun? Like to sh show up one day and be like, Tig, you said nah. to do it. Yes, that would be worth the joke. Now, I'm <laughs> assuming you like me and Fortune. So what are the odds you'd get tattoos of our faces? On your back. on my face, oh, one on each cheek. Big face, though. One on each. Oh my cheek. god, your smiling faces on each of my cheeks. Or Please what if don't. you got Fortune's face tattooed on your face? Is that possible? Don't do that to yourself. And then where is yours? Yours is. I shave my head and I get it on the on and the back you get of my the, head. You shave your head. You get the tattoo of the back of my head on the back of your head. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. <laughs> do you know what I just remembered? 
What? The people paid to listen to us. <laughs> That's true. What should we entertain them more? <laughs> yes. Okay. So moving. What? Well, well, wait. Fortune, do you need advice on anything? Um. People on the road have been giving me T-shirts, and I come home and. Jax is like, if you're going to put these t-shirts in your closet, you have to now start eliminating old t-shirts. How do you know when the, the it's time to go, those t- old old ones? I feel like for you, the way you know is to check with Jax. So She's like, you, God, no. Yeah, you put out all of your terrible, ugly t-shirts. Mm. You do a fashion then- show. <laughs> do a little runway of each one, and then Jax maybe gives a score. <laughs> All right. So um, moving on, when either of you go to someone for advice, who who is that? Do you know Sabrina Jalees, the comedian? She just does life very well. I go right. to her for a lot, for, for a lot of different things. And then uh, not so much my parents. I just want my parents to think that I'm acing life. So yeah, I would never be like, oh, I'm kind of depressed because they'd be like, oh, God, well... Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, they did buy tickets to this show. So, oh, great. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> my dad. What, what about you, Fortune? It's funny because my mom is the source of frustration at times. She's that person that I've had to learn to set boundaries with to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she's also that person who I do like to call and get advice from. I'll definitely talk about things with her and you know, it is nice to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, career stuff, I'm always running by by Jax. We're very much a team. Uh, I thought I, you said at first queer stuff, and but both make sense. <laughs> you know, that queer Queer stuff. and career. I need my queer advice from my <laughs> wife. You're like, I need a, I need a gayer <laughs> shirt to wear. <laughs> well, I realize, you know, when you're married, I can't just make these decisions on my own because they ultimately will affect her. In one way or another. I feel like I I mainly go to Stephanie. And actually, our producer, Thomas, I bounce a lot of stuff off of him. Totally one of the smartest, most reasonable people I know. And yeah, I have uh, one of my childhood friends. She's a therapist. I feel really lucky to have those people to, yeah. um, to just kind of go, what do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about the best advice that you've ever been given? Um, I had a therapist once tell me, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty What'd solid you advice. <laughs> I want to be right. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, You're it no pretty, fool. It was simple, but it was like, why am I digging my heels in on mm-hmm. this? Does it really matter in the long run? Yeah. What about you, May? Two things are coming to mind. One thing is that I, when I did that sound bath in the desert recently, totally sober, tripped out. Like I've never done a sound healing experience where they're just banging those gongs and I go in and lie down and they start doing it. And then uh, this white light energy, I, mm. I swear, look, maybe it came from within my consciousness, but it really felt like external. Mm-hmm. And it was so clearly saying to me, stop trying so hard. Like, you don't have to yeah. be always pushing forward, just release some mm-hmm. control. And then the only other the career advice I got that I really liked was a comedian, Mark McKinney from Kids in the Hall, the Canadian sketch troupe. He mm-hmm. said, for stage fright, before you go on stage, 
pretend you're going out for your encore. Just tell your brain, I already crushed it. And the audience is clapping and cheering because they're like, we more, we want more. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And, and you go out like, God, they're desperate for me. <laughs> and then it really works. I mean, it takes some imagining, but it works. Yeah. I love that. That's nice. Yeah. I'm going to give that a whirl. I always repeat this, but it's something that I, I read once and I tweaked it a little bit to make sense to everyone. But I have always loved this so much. The greatest gift you can give anyone is a well-lived life of your own. And mm. I love that because it frees everybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody worries about you. And yeah. everyone can just be, be at, pe at peace. There you go. At peace. Yeah, I like um, that a lot. So May and Fortune, I've asked you here for a very specific reason, and that's to help me. It's an intervention. No, oh, uh, boy. <laughs> uh, the reason is I need help advising my listeners. Are you ready? Yeah, born, we love a listener. Ready. Yeah, we love okay. a listener. All right. First up is a quandary involving communication and kids. Viola writes... I am a part of a close-knit family. Once a month, my parents and I visit with my uncle, aunt, their 12-year-old son, and 8-year-old daughter. I'm 25. As the youngest in my family, I didn't have any experience with children until my uncle moved to my town a couple of years ago. And generally, I always talk to children like adults. I can tell my aunt doesn't like this. I don't curse when I talk to them. However, I talk to my cousin like she is in my age range. I know she loves this because she always runs to me when we visit and tells me I'm her favorite. A few weeks ago, my aunt took me aside and asked me to talk to my little cousin like she was eight. I was a bit taken aback as I thought everyone could see we had a great relationship. I just said, sure. What should I do? That's interesting. That is interesting. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to picture like how she talks to the eight year old. Is she like, have you started your 401k? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but let's role play it. Like, I'll be what are your plans to move out? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'll be the eight year old. Mm -hmm. Fortune, you'd be the, you'd be Viola. Mm -hmm. What okay. am I doing? Just You're hosting a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're, you're the aunt. You're just tig. No, just, okay. I'm the aunt that tells you. Wait, and I'm who? Um, yeah, you know the role play was a weird idea. <laughs> this isn't working. So, <laughs> wait, here's who the, am I? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I talk to my kids like they're adults, but I certainly dip into those moments. I call them my little cubs. But in general, I'm like, hey guys, get your backpacks or don't forget your water bottles or you know what I mean I don't know if if mm. this aunt is wanting like where's your backpack right. <laughs> like I don't that, I don't know that's what's hard to picture yeah I'm the not level quite... of adult talk yeah they're like so are you Polly or what <laughs> so... <laughs> sounds to me like the kid has repeated to the aunt something that the cousin said or or the aunt overheard something specific that seemed like out of the age range like inappropriate mm. in some way about mortality or something or like being negative or 
I don't know. So it yeah. seems like there's something specific at the root of this because otherwise they have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess if it's something where you've, where you're, if you reflect on what you're saying, May, and, and realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about death and burial plots with an yeah. eight year old. Government conspiracy, QAnon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think she necessarily has to, like, talk to the kid like a baby, but maybe, like, adjust what some of the subject matter is if it feels too adult. And also, it never hurts if, for some reason, it's affecting their relationship and things are weird to maybe ask the mom yeah, for yeah. more clarification. Yeah. Good point, like, what Fortune. You, like, what should I... How do you want me to what give me an example? Yeah, Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Is it like, the content or the yeah, tone of voice? Like get there some you more go. Feedback. Yeah, don't ask fortune. Okay. Well, <laughs> Viola, we're talking to you like you're an adult here because you are. Best of luck. And yeah, if if you're talking about weird heavy stuff, maybe shift that. Okay, Fortune, this next question comes from a resident of your home state. Whoa. Hey, Tig. Hey, Fortune. Hey, May. My name's Maggie. I love you guys and could really use some advice. So I moved to North Carolina about seven years ago from California, and I love it here, but I can't understand the Carolina accent to save my Mm. life. How dare you? I do that thing (laughs) where like, I like like I don't hear them the first time and maybe I'll get it. But if I don't, then I just get super awkward. Like I'll start laughing in the middle of the conversation. It's not good <laughs> for anybody. Um, so do you guys have any advice on just, I don't know, how to not offend people if you don't understand them? I just, I love the South and I want to embrace my identity. And I kind of feel like this is getting in the way of that a little bit. Cool. Thanks, guys. Okay. Well, to be honest, I couldn't understand a word Maggie said. Um <laughs> No, you know, I I actually felt like Maggie had a slight Southern a accent. Yeah. A little, little bit. It little definitely bit. rubs off on people. Yeah. I mean, I've lived in L.A. for 20 years, and I still have this North Carolina accent. Nothing has rubbed off at you. It's weird to say this because mine is so thick, but it has gotten way better over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I see like old videos of me in high school and it's like, wow. Let's let's hear what did it kind of sound yeah. like. Okay. Well, first let me preface this by saying I did the morning announcements at school. <laughs> so let's just pretend. It's so that, that was your first big break in entertainment. My, yeah, that was yeah, how I, it all started, baby. So I would be like, uh, hi, everybody. Uh, there's a chess meeting <laughs> no. after school today, so no, if you want no. to get that to the chess club. <laughs> they're going to be meeting at Mr. Smith's class at three thirty. And did you have a bow in your hair? And were you wearing a dress? <laughs> like, no. like, what was old fortune? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm talking so fast. I hope everybody has a great day. This is. Uh, we're just signing off here doing the morning announcements, y'all. Take care now, okay? <laughs> I love it. 
Wait, so I love that. Is it Maggie? Mm-hmm. I love that she is just laughing in the middle of the conversation. Just laughing just, in their faces. I think she should find maybe like a TV show set there or Fortune's old home videos or something and watch them with subtitles. and like the practice. blooper reel from high school. Yeah, she's kind of <laughs> practice up on her own at home just watching. Here's the hard part. People in North Carolina don't enunciate. No, I know. I can tell. Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> we co-host a <laughs> podcast with someone. What do you mean? I don't enunciate. I feel like everything is pretty easy to understand. <laughs> Here's what Maggie should be saying to people if she does not understand anybody. She'd just be like, "Can you? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? All right. Maggie, if you can understand Fortune, you can understand at least one person. With a Carolina accent. I hope this advice helps you, Maggie. All right. We're uh, we're moving on to the next question. And this is about dating. All right. Hi, Tig. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and I've only ever dated men. For many, many years now, I have found myself attracted to women. Mm. When I start dating a woman, at what point do I disclose that I've never dated a woman before? I feel intimidated that no 30-something lesbian wants to be with someone who has zero experience dating women. Thanks so much, Tig. You're welcome. I don't see that as a problem. Listen, i that's my bread and butter. <laughs> bread and butter. <laughs> I think actually there's a there's a huge market out there of people that are very, would, would really enjoy, I think, being with, with someone. Yeah, to show you the ropes. I don't think it has to be like a like you're having to come out to these women like mm-hmm. a big disclosure that has a lot of weight to it i think it'll come up in conversation mm-hmm. yeah. these days things are so fluid you'll be talking about your your old it'll only be weird if you're making it as if it's so different to any dating experience that you've had in the past i think that's true i feel like if if you um aren't withholding and you just keep it natural and flowing in a fluid way I don't know. I I just I always feel like I don't care who you dated before me. I don't care who you're with after me. If I mm-hmm. feel like I can tell that you like me, then mm-hmm. yeah. The only alarm bell there is like, oh, are you comfortable enough with yourself? Are you going to be freaking out about mm-hmm. this new experience? So mm-hmm. the one thing I would say is maybe process some of it with your friends, not with the queer person that you're mm-hmm. dating, because it can sometimes be hard. Like. You don't have to process it all with the person that you're dating. Mm-hmm. But you can still stay in conversation with them of like, yeah. oh, totally. Yeah. Or like, this is new. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> I feel like more women are kind of getting to the point in their life, even later in life, being like, hey, why don't I give this a shot? Mm-hmm. I think it's so um, common. Yeah. Especially later in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've all dated someone. We like have all that. dated yeah. someone. <laughs> but it didn't freak me out, I guess is my point. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll all date you, basically, is what we're saying. <laughs> but I guess the if specifically when to disclose is like just whenever it comes up. And if if it doesn't come up on the first date, then that's not like you're being sketchy by keeping a secret. It's and if they're not into it, deuces. Deuces. I don't think you need to like text it in advance or anything. I think just face to face if when it comes up. Maybe get one of those planes that writes the <laughs> yeah, message yeah, in the yeah. sky. Yes. 
Or a witch that could spell it Sarenda Dorothy. Remember yes. that? A witch as <laughs> well. A witch. If if they were concerned about you never having <laughs> been with a woman, they should be concerned that you've hired a witch to deliver a message. <laughs> Welcome to Lady Town. Come this way. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. here. Right there. There you are. <laughs> Kay, thanks for entrusting me, May, and Fortune with your love life. Now get out there and start gay dating your face off. Gay date your face off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fortune and May, it's now time for us to answer a question sent in this evening by one of our audience members. Whoa. I wonder if it's oh. going to be May's parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ellen writes, how do you know when the time is right to move in with your partner? Well, can I just share how Stephanie and I moved in together? Please, Please do. I love that May's parents are asking you this. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to have a loft in downtown Los Angeles. Mm. And <laughs> six months into our relationship, Stephanie came over one night and she said, oh, my gosh, I am so sick of looking for parking downtown. And she said, in all seriousness, should we just move in together? Wow. Because she couldn't find parking. and. No. Six yeah. months in. Six months mm -hmm. in. Dang. Yeah. And I, and she had never been with a woman. See? But <laughs> I said, yeah, why not? And honestly, I feel like if it wasn't Stephanie, if it was anybody else, I would truly be like, oh my gosh, this girl is a psychopath. What a <laughs> but, nut. Yeah. yeah. But we were so luckily on the same page, like out of the gate. And I truly, I didn't even flinch. And I, I remember telling friends of mine, I was like, Stephanie is moving in because she can't find parking. She's <laughs> sick of finding parking downtown. And so, yeah, that's how I knew it was time to move in. What about you, Fortune? How did you and uh, Jax know? Well, we were long distance for a year and Jax was a teacher at the time. Was she in Chicago? She was in Chicago. I was in uh -huh. LA. And we were traveling so much, not only because I was on tour, we were flying back and forth to see each other. We both at the end of that year were just spent. Like we were so tired. And we were like, we literally can't do this mm -hmm. for another year. And so so we kind of were like, we're either moving in together or we're breaking up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. And did it feel right just right away? Yeah. Where you thought, oh, man, this sounds so fun. Because that's how I felt when I thought mm -hmm. of the fun I was having with Stephanie, when yeah. I thought of like, oh, my gosh, we're going to wake up every day and go to bed like every day. Yeah. It was just mm -hmm. like, that's incredible. So yeah. she had to sacrifice the moving of just because yeah. of my career and having to be here. And we, I remember we drove across country and we were both like so nervous, but we weren't communicating to each other <laughs> that because we didn't want to spook the other one. Were you both going? <laughs> yeah, basically. No <laughs> this feels right. And then as soon as we rolled into LA, 
I remember we went to sleep, both still like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> and then woke up the next day like, we're good. This is good. Wow. And it, we immediately were like, lived together very well. And that is so key, mm-hmm. is living together well. I know it sounds obvious, but... You know, you can be madly in love with somebody, but do you live well together? Oh, yeah. You definitely have to experience that before you make any yeah. big commitment. Yeah. Yeah, because I would say Stephanie and I live together at, mwah, flawlessly. Really? We, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we live together really well, too, uh, other than my wife's like a crazy cleaner mm-hmm. germ person, and I... Spreads germs everywhere. She would love for me to be... <laughs> On the level she's at with that. And did you have to step up to the Jack's uh, standard? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I'm better, but I mean, she just is that person that is always cleaning. She's always yeah. fixing things. And I'm just like, should we order Thai food? <laughs> <laughs> and what has she relaxed at all? Yeah. I mean, she's always going to clean a lot more than me. That's just always going to be the case. Sometimes she will say, and she's been gay her obviously her whole life but she came out at 15 mm-hmm. um and she's like sometimes i just need a husband and i'm like <laughs> tiring <laughs> but like to fix like <laughs> just to do something That's really funny. <laughs> i know stephanie tiring. and i always talk about like when we're, you know, carrying some heavy thing, we're like, we need to get a husband. Yeah. This yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> I've gone on the road with some, taking some male comics every now and then to open for me. And they're like taking our bags and handling yeah. these things. And we're like, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else Stephanie and I talk about is we joke, we're not really looking for a thruple. Um, but mm-hmm. Stephanie was saying, you know what we're not good at? And uh, well, first of all, many things, but what are those things like tablescapes, you know, when people oh, like arrangements, oh, like, uh, like arrangements for the table or oh, when yeah. somebody, when you're wrapping a present and, or, or putting mm-hmm. a present in a bag with like little paper that comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do those kind of things, we're like, how is it that both of us are terrible and we don't have the touch for any of these things? And so we're always joking when we're hanging out with different friends. We're like, she would be a perfect addition to our thruple. <laughs> she she can do a that. Lovely gift basket. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really good at that type of thing. So I feel like I'd be a good addition, but very quickly you'd be like, oh, we just have another seven-year-old boy to look after <laughs> i'd be like always needing hugs and crying <laughs> like, oh, i'm a little confused about this yeah and i look like finn yeah yeah that's true well and also if we brought you into our thruple i think one day we'd both be like this is kind of weird may is in our Thruple. Mm. He's in our marriage. This is. You think it would just hit you like three years into it? You'd be like, wait, what? Wait a second. Well, like Stephanie and I, we would want it to be like, okay, we're, you know, we need our thruple person to wrap our presents, but then you stay home and then we're going to go to the party and deliver the present. Oh, that is not a good deal for May. We just, we're just using you for tablescape. Here's and- the thing, Fortune. It's not a good deal for me, but it's kind of turning me on. 
<laughs> it's kind of like like it's got a bdsm quality of like i'm just the house boy i'm like just yes oh my god right. i don't even i'm just like oh yes of course <laughs> i would not dare go to this party but i hope they enjoy the gifts i wrapped yeah <laughs> wow and you would need to go buy it actually stephanie could buy it but you just need to wrap it and then what are you doing in this scenario stephanie's buying it i'm wrapping it you're overseeing this i do this to you thanks yeah. buddy Thanks, little buddy. This Thanks, like little a May. Terrible throuple. People are like, <laughs> whatever happened to May Martin's career? I thought like they they just disappeared. Uh, May lives with Tig and Stephanie. May's a houseboy. Yeah. Wow. Well, good luck to y'all. Well, thank you. Thanks, Fortune. <laughs> I don't even know if we've answered anybody's question. I don't think we <laughs> helped anyone. Mm-mm. Ellen, that is our advice. If you can sift through whatever it is that we oh, just yeah. did, talked we actually about. give advice on that. No. Yeah, we talked about when to move in. Um, oh yeah, we just shared our stories, and now we're like, we good luck. So what happened with us? <laughs> Godspeed. It was our chance <laughs> to just gush about our spouses. Follow your gut. That was the takeaway. Thanks for asking. And thanks to everyone who shared a question with us. May and Fortune, before we say goodnight, I have one final task for us. We're going to name that thing. <laughs> Name That Thing is a segment where we help people figure out what to call their stuff. Okay. Yeah, we've named a lot of things on this show, from a fuzzy tomato to a gang of kayakers. (laughs) Only catch is that whatever name we come up with for this thing, it's legally binding. Wow. Listener <laughs> must use it. Okay. Do you, it, it's stressing you out, Fortune? You're up for it. Mm-mm. All right. So, do you think you can help with this, my friends? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, today's request comes from a listener named Kit. Kit. Hey, Tig, Fortune, and May. Hey, my name is Kit, and these are my pickleball pals. We are a group of queer friends that I brought together to play pickleball, and we are collecting up more local queers, and I think we should give ourselves a name. My toddler calls pickleball, pickle tickleball. Uh, There could be something there. I've also thought of the big dills and the Kelly picklers, but that doesn't feel right. Please help. Thanks. I like the Kelly picklers. That was pretty funny. I know. Like, (laughs) they were throwing out great puns and stuff. Anything we come up with is going to be... Are you familiar with um, Kelly Pickler? No. I was going to say... Yeah. Who is is that? Kelly Pickler is a country singer. I think this started in American Idol. But you were probably in the UK when that was happening. I think I missed that. Yeah. Uh, But I still liked it. And I knew it was a pun. I could, you know... I could yeah, you're no life. fool. I'm no fool. I got, you know, my pun meter was tingling. I like to kind of break it down and think about the clues that we've been given. Queer. Queer. That's right. Quickle balls. Quickle the balls? Dickle pickles. Yeah, queer. <laughs> what did you say, Fortune? <laughs> Dickle pickles. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that what they said? Oh, they did? They said the big dill pickles or something like that. Oh, I just heard Kelly Pickler, Pickler's. Well, you've played pickleball, Tig. I have. I played tennis in college. I feel like it translates. Oh my gosh, Fortune. Did you wear a tennis dress? I had to wear a tennis skirt, yes, until 
junior year of tennis, they finally let me start wearing shorts. How come? Thanks, Billie Jean King. (laughs) (laughs) I have pictures. I have some good legs. Okay. I don't doubt it. You got some good pegs. My legs are my best feature. (laughs) (laughs) You got like, are they real strong? I have like crazy strong calves. Like I'm built just like my dad. We have a big belly. Uh, big chubby cheeks, and then like the most muscular, defined calves you'll ever see. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you got some handsome legs. I got some handsome legs. May, how are your legs? And have you worn a tennis skirt? I've not worn worn a tennis skirt or really played tennis. My legs are not my best feature, but I I used to nanny nonverbal autistic kids under mm-hmm. five. And this one kid, he had never spoken. We hadn't heard his voice. He was like four. And we're doing like play therapy, trying to get him to learn speech. And one day he puts his hand up my skinny jeans and he touches my calf and he goes in this strange accent. He goes, spiky chickens. Spiky chickens. So he called my because I hadn't shaved. He called my calf spiky chickens because I have skinny little pale prickly legs. <laughs> spiky chickens. Man. Well, that could be the name of the team. The spiky hey, chickens. I don't mind that. Tickleball. Tickleball? <laughs> Is that what a, you said? That's a new game. You hit the ball and tickle your partner. They the, Well, the spiky chickens is a good option. Mhm. The dickle pickers. <laughs> the dickle pickers? No. <laughs> What's in your tiny little water bottle? Fortune? Nothing now. Straight bottle. Is it whiskey? <laughs> no, y'all. No, y'all. No. No, the um, dickle pickers. I'm feeling somewhere between spicy, ch- spicy. You know what we could do? We could throw this to our audience oh, yeah. and have them. We'll take a poll uh, between the, what is your, what was yours fortune? Dickle pickers. <laughs> the dickle pickers <laughs> and spiky chickens. Oh, I'm, I just opened the comments here and someone said the spiky picklers. That's a combo. That's pretty good. The handsome pickles. It's dickle, <laughs> no. dickle picklers. <laughs> Dickle, Wait, dickle pickers, dickle, dickle, dickle pickers, dickle pickles, dickle, dickle, pick- dickle picklers. What did I say? <laughs> dickle, dickle pickle. No, dickle pickers, dickle picklers. Dickle, I think I said dickle picker, dickle pickers or picklers. Which one? <laughs> I'm sure somebody. Pickers. I'm sure somebody that produces this show heard <laughs> what you said, and then May is spiky, spiky chickens, chickens, dickle so pickers either- was mine. Dickle, dickle pickers. Picker, dickle pickers. Dickle pickers. Okay. Are we able to put queer spears in the... There, we're missing out on some queer spears. But again, it's spicy I do chickens. like dickle pickers, though. Dickle pickers or picklers? Dickle, picker, dickle pickers, I think, is... Dickle, pick, dickle picklers. Dickle, I think dickle it's dickle picklers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's Let's do this. Let's add queer spears in. And dickle pickler, dickle, dickle, dickle picklers. <laughs> but it was, it was dickle pickers, not picklers. Not. They, dick, dickle pickers. <laughs> no, it was dickle picklers. Okay, this is chaos. Pickle. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna vote for queer spears. Dickle, 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 dickle pickers. Pickle, no, dickle picklers. No, no. dickle picklers. No, dickle pickers. Are you sure? I and, don't think it was. And, no, it was picklers. 
and spiky chickens. Spiky someone chickens. In the, someone in the chat wrote, um, pickle me Elmo. It's pretty good. Like tickle me Elmo. You know? mm-hmm. Thanks for the explanation, May. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are saying dick, dickle pickers. Dickle pickers. I don't know. You guys, <laughs> this is a circus now. If Diggle Picklers wins, they can also choose Diggle Queer Spears Spears won. Wow. Wow. Okay. None of us thought of that, right? That was just That was none of us. It was someone in the in the audience who came up with that. All right, it's queer queer spears. Yeah, Kit, your pickleball team will now and forever. Be known as the Queer Spears. Boom. <laughs> Legally binding. They're saying way to go, Lynn. It is. Lynn did it. Lynn came Who up did with it? that. Lynn. Are you saying Lynn or Lynn? Lynn. Lynn. Oh, Lynn. God, I feel like I'm dealing with Maggie right now. <laughs> Lynn. L-Y-N-N. So Lynn. 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 Uh, <laughs> L-Y-N. <Come> on, Maggie. <laughs> Quit laughing at me. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Well, it is legally binding, Kit. I hope that you and your uh, teammates enjoy your new name, the Queer Spears. Oh, man. Fortune and May, this has been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> what a callback. Oh, what a callback. I already back. forgot about pleasure. It is yeah. really good. I'm excited about the queer spears. Yeah. I think too. that's a good, I think that was the good choice. I mean, it would have been insane if it was the, the dickle pickers, pickers or spiky chickens. Dickle I pickers. have to say, I would personally go with spiky chickens. Thank you, Tig. This is why I'm in your marriage. Dickle pickers. Dickle pickers, I think, was what it was. No, Fortune, you sound drunk at this dickle point. pickers. <laughs> <laughs> but I would prefer personally, I would call my team the spiky chickens just because it, it there's a story there and it makes no sense. And that's <laughs> that's what I lean towards a little more is uh oh this person know. said the perky jerkins, that's pretty good too. Oh boy, do but we vote again? Over. Oh <laughs> God, no, no. No, voting has closed. Uh, we're not going to do a recount. Now, is there anything that either of you would like to promote? Yes. I am doing improv at the Elysian, which is ti- a tiny little beautiful theater uh, with Stephanie Allen, Tig's wife, and Alana Johnson on the 16th and 17th. And Alana also, is so funny. She's so so funny. is Stephanie. But I mean, that goes without saying. But just yeah. for anyone that doesn't know Alana, Alana oh, man, Banana. She's so funny. She's, so f- she's one of the most ridiculous humans wandering yeah. around this planet. And then um, I'm at Largo on October 12th and 22nd. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I'm on a stand-up tour. It's a whole different hour if you saw my last special. Uh this weekend I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and New Orleans. Um nice. and then in a couple weeks I'm in Portland, Oregon, Spokane, Washington, Boise, uh Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Never been there before. Um, Oakland, California. That will be my San Francisco stop, will be Oakland. Uh, Evansville, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, Charleston, West Virginia, Grand Rapids, Royal Oak, all those places, Kansas City. Yeah, uh, my website has all that information, fortunefemster.com, and I just added 
a bunch of new dates that are on there as well. Nice, man. The road goes on forever. And that brings me to my tour dates, which is September 15th, Torrington, Connecticut, September 16th, Rochester, New York, September 17th, Wilmington, Delaware. And then I'm doing a European tour in October. So go to my website, tignotaro.com for all ticket and show information, which you can also do for all these other shows. And then uh, October 28th, I'll be back in the States in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And, And then write this down. November 4th, there's two shows. Brooklyn, New York at King's Theater. I'm taping my next stand-up special. So come on out. Maybe there will be a surprise guest. But yeah, um, I hope to see everybody out there on the road. And I mean everyone. We got to promote our big thing. Oh, yeah. Which is our podcast. If you liked listening to this (laughs) nonsense, (laughs) then our podcast. Yeah. Then then buckle up for way more nonsense. Way more. I can't even tell you how much nonsense. If you do not like nonsense, do not do do not not listen. But I do suggest you check it out. Go to the handsome podcast subscribe check out the nonsense it's so fun it's It's so fun so ridiculous tell tell your pals you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah check out go right now actually right now go subscribe to handsome that's all it is handsome subscribe listen and uh come see us on tour Thank you for having us, though, Tig. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for taking the time. You're both so ridiculously busy. I really appreciate it, and so does everybody on the show. Thanks to all the producers and everyone at APM. Uh, thanks to everyone watching for taking the time all around the world, all around the country. And I can't forget you, Dana's and Becky's. Good night. Don't Ask Tig is hosted by me, Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willette and Shayna Deloria. Our executive producer and editor is Beth Perlman. Engineering and sound mixing by Alex Simpson. Digital production by James Napoli. Talent booking by Marianne Ways. Production support from Maria Wortel and Lou Barron. Our theme music is Friend and Tig by Edie Brickell and Kyle Crusham. And Listen to Your Heart by Edie Brickell. Special thanks to Hunter Seidman. APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavadi, Alex Schaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Concept developed by Tracy Mumford. Our executive consultant is Dean Capello and Gobsmack Studios. 
You can always ask for advice at don'tasktig.org. Just write in with your problem or send us a voice memo. Remember to follow us on social media at Don't Ask Tig. Don't Ask Tig is a production of American Public Media. And as always, thanks, Dana, and I'll tell Becky. I'm stand-up comedian and sex symbol Tig Notaro. And I'm actor and writer Cheryl Hines. Before Cheryl and I got into the big business of podcasting together, (laughs) we were just simply friends. And we're still friends. But now we talk about a different documentary every week on our podcast, Tig and Cheryl, True Story. So whether you love documentaries or just want to hear us slowly lose our minds, check out Tig and Cheryl, True Story, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, cool.